everybody. Welcome back. I'm Wes. I'm Chanel. And welcome back to the Tune Out Podcast. We're back with We're another back. banger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we had to. <laughs> we had to. It's only tradition at this point. Um, episode four. We're here back and better than ever. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, a topic that I'm not sure. Was it I? Was I the one that brought it up? I don't remember, actually. I think we just came up I with think a you... brainstorming a little Maybe. bit back and forth. Yeah. But today yeah. we're going to be talking about um, underrated bands and artists, people who we feel like, well, we, we've we been going back and forth on kind of what we feel like underrated really would even be. I don't know if you kind of want to. Yeah. yeah, like we were trying to figure out our approach to what we would define as an underrated band or artist. that's a difficult Because, part. yeah, it's like I feel like you can take I'm like, here, do I want to search the word underrated? I know, right? We could do that live Let's on the podcast. Let's do pod. that really quick. Let's see what underrated according means. To, according to my source. According to my to source. Oxford. Wait. That's official. Not rated or valued highly enough. Yeah. That's I don't know what dictionary this comes from. I think it's just Google. Like, I just Googled it. <laughs> Google it's just academia. Google dictionary. <laughs> um, I mean, there's all different types. Oh, my God. Urban Dictionary. What does Urban Dictionary say? Because that's always interesting what they Facts. say. So it says someone that has a skill slash talent, but never gets recognition or a chance to show it. Is it weird that I'm liking the Urban Dictionary definition more than the more. official dictionary? Because I feel like it's a little more specific. Exactly. Like it kind of gives you more of a s- scenario almost. I feel of. like it's 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 the people's definition of what underrated really means. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I think... I mean, there's more. There's like sub definitions. There's like I'm cooler curious. than most people think. <laughs> <laughs> Something or someone not well known by the mass public, but of high quality. Hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, 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 etc. Yeah. I feel like I see you like really looking at those. I'm definitions really looking today. at these definitions. Let me take a break for a second. Yeah. Let me come back. <laughs> My curious mind is like, let me find more. But um, yeah, we uh we wanted to talk about um which bands and artists that uh we've listened to that we feel like kind of maybe don't get the the recognition they deserve. Maybe people don't know enough about who they are as musicians to where people can actually see almost like their true talent. You know what I mean? Because I know that um some of the cases that we looked at are people who are like maybe one hit wonders. But if you just dove a little deeper into their catalog, literally just one or two songs, mm-hmm. you'd be like, damn, these guys got bops for days. Like, <laughs> I've been missing out. Okay. Yeah. I see so, they got something going on. Yeah. I feel something, like, something. yeah, I think like what you said is pretty much what you said at the end is more so like the approach I was thinking of too is like, yeah. like maybe, because I think we were struggling with like, again, what we would define as an underrated artist or band because it's so like, what subjective like yeah because in their i don't want to say their field but in people who listen to that their genre right like t- they might be popular there but you we might not see them a lot in like music shows or performing or hearing them on the radio yeah but they still have like some influence and in, like within their genre but i think i like the approach that you said of like they had the one hit wonder yeah like that song that like when you say their name someone says oh that song and like that's the only one that they're really known for but they actually have yeah some pretty solid um a pretty solid discography i would say they have like entire like albums that yeah. people are just like no i don't really care for that right? just give me my one song give me all star by smash mouth just 
Yeah. I don't even know if I want to include Smash Mouth into that. You're like, I'm already going to get into my, <laughs> my takes. <laughs> I don't know, because it's like there's so much that we could talk about because... I think one of the more difficult parts with like choosing artists or bands that we thought were underrated is that a lot of times, again, it is subjective, yeah. but it's like sometimes we might be like they're underrated, but in a, in a more broader general sense, mm-hmm. like they're a successful group. They're doing numbers. Yeah. Like yeah. They, <laughs> they're, they're selling out shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then, so, I mean, do we want to, maybe we'll just start getting into... Because I know you have some in mind, right? Yeah. And I have some in mind. I really like your picks, though. Okay. So we, we could, like, bounce to, off. You want me to start? So I think what we can do, yeah, like, we'll start at going back and forth. Yeah. And um, see where it goes. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. for your first pick. What are, we, uh, what are we working with? I feel like you think, okay, I'm going to start with, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Foster the People. Let's go. This <laughs> is mad excited. You're, you're already <laughs> hyping it up. Like, let's go. <laughs> So Foster the People, I feel like most people know there's, most people know Yeah. Foster the People. Most people know Pumped Up Kicks, right? That's like, that's such a famous song. Like there are cover bands that play that song. Like it's just so popular. Yo, to this day. Yeah. And they have, so I used to listen to them a lot. Um, I feel like I've mentioned I had like a skateboard phase. Yeah. (laughs) So like during that phase, um. I used to listen to them a lot, and their album Torches is where the song Pumped Up Kicks lives, I would say. Is that a debut? Is it second, third album? I don't know um, if it mentions actually, it on Spotify. Question. I don't think it's their first. Yeah. Actually, don't. You should look that up, people. Okay, we will look know. that up. No, they have. I mean, they've put out some singles, like teased out some singles from that album, but I think that was probably their debut. Okay, word. Let's leave it at that. Word, but yeah. If you because that song's been around yeah. for a while. Because so. I feel like this is their, like, yeah, pretty much like their. And I know they're going to, um, I saw they announced Torches X, which is going to be, I think, like, maybe an extended version of that album. Oh, damn. Which is pretty cool. Like, I feel like the nostalgia. I'm like, oh, my God, I used to listen to them. So it's pretty cool. But, yeah, I, basically what I'm trying to say is that Torches is a solid album. Like, I love so many songs from that album. Like, yeah. um, Houdini, Miss You. Call it what you want. I mean, all of them. Waste. I would do anything for you is really great. Yeah. Um, they just have so many great songs. And I think if you're curious about, if you liked that song, you should definitely check out some of their other songs because. Yeah, definitely. I think they're underrated in that sense that, you know, they have that one pumped up kick song that they're known for. But I wish people knew them for other songs because they have some great ones. They're a good band. Yeah. So just because I'm curious and I know you've listened to the rest of the album. Yeah. Um. A lot of times with like one hit wonders and like the one song that usually blows up, there's a case where the one song that blows up doesn't sound anything at all like the other songs from the album. Is that the case too? Or does Pumped Up Kicks like kind of capture the sound of like the rest of the album? That's a good question. I hmm, I think they, that song to me is a little, I think it's unique. Yeah. I almost feel like, it does. It feels like it belongs in that album. Yeah. But at the same time, I can understand why it's such a standalone hit because it, it does have like this almost like, I mean, you know, the beat of it. It has that very like and like that famous bass line. Dun, 
Yeah, exactly. So like, it's very so catchy. Good. It's yeah, it's catchy, and I remember wanting to learn that like the bass, just that. Yeah. When I was younger, my dad was like, he picked it up really quick because he's just that guy that can like pick up anything. Set up the but, goat. But um, <laughs> literally. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, I I would say like their the rest of their songs have a different sound to them. Yeah. So that one, I almost feel like it has like a beach. Like it just reminds me of like the beach and like waves and yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I would say that their other songs are different, but still interesting and like very fun yeah. to listen to. So, oh yeah. yeah, I gotta check it out. I feel like I may have heard Houdini, but I'm not too sure. So I gotta mm-hmm. go and revisit that. I almost feel like they're like a alternative pop kind of feeling. Mm. A little. I feel like they're experimental. Yeah. I feel like they're experimental for sure. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, mine. Well, my first one. I was had such a struggle picking some bands because of what I mentioned. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, they're underrated, but then they're doing numbers, so it's like, are they? Um, my first one is a band called This Town Needs Guns. They're a bunch of uh, UK boys. They're some of the most wholesome guys in the world. <laughs> um, they're a math rock band, and what that means is most of the music they make is usually music that like plays around with like time signatures and tempos. The music is very just like, like complex, but it's still catchy enough that it's still like accessible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big like math rock scene in the like Midwest area mm-hmm. of the U.S. Enough so that like if you come from that general area and you play math rock, they call it like twinkly emo rock. Twinkly emo because rock? it's all like emotional music yeah. over really pretty guitars. Like, uh. <laughs> and so the reason I bring up this sound these guns is because I feel like they were very much a pioneer of that sound. Like a lot of math rock bands that play now were like this sound these guns have been around since I believe two thousand and eight. But um, they had a self-titled album that came out around, I believe, 2010 that had like two songs that are some of their most popular songs. But like even then, if you look it up on YouTube, I think they only have like a million or something views on it for a band that's been around for like a decade. And it's uh, like I wouldn't say ushered in because I think the sound has been around before them. Mm -hmm. But like. If you talk to anybody that listens to math rock, they're going to say TTNG, like this town needs guns. And I also think they're underrated because they used to be a five piece band until their bass player and their vocalist left. And then one guy came in to replace the both of them. And he does vocals and bass guitar for music that's in like these wild time signatures and super busy parts. Mm -hmm. And he still manages to knock it out of the park. And they've written new music that's even wilder. So yeah, I think they I feel like they lucked out with that new. They really did. That he was able to like just jump in and kill it. They really did. I believe his name is uh, Hank, Hank Tremaine. Mm -hmm. It might be Henry. I'm not sure. What's, um, I know you've mentioned math rock before. Like what, I guess to, What's that category? Like, how would you describe math rock specifically against, like, other types of rock? So what separates math rock from, like, let's say rock in general, its biggest distinguishing factor is that it goes out of its way to be more complex. Mm. So, like, let's say standard rock and most, like, standard music 
is in four four time signature, which is like one, two, three, four, yeah. one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. and sometimes three, four. Um, math rock goes out of its way. Like a lot of people that make math rock will make songs in like seven, eight or like seven, four or five, four, just like rhythms that like people aren't normally used to. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the most instruments in like math rock bands, like your typical bands, like two guitars, a bass player, a singer, another, there's like a small defining You're feature. Like I know, right? It's just, I love geeking out about this stuff. There's a small defining feature for like math rock bands. They always need a, um, a, a brass instrument and it's usually a trumpet. It's, Sorry. <laughs> That's like so unexpected. It's so weird. But again, because like the music is supposed to almost sound just like young and crazy and like mm-hmm. energetic. And I don't know why a trumpet just like does the job, like a nice, like you know what this needs that that sound (laughs) but yeah like that that's a good way to distinguish like math rock from like normal stuff it just sounds weirder yeah so yeah this Taiwanese guns i feel like are very underrated band you should check them out check them out check them out (laughs) (laughs) i have two more okay hit me with them so my second one (laughs) i'm ready is switchfoot which i mentioned before (laughs) friends of the podcast Switchfoot, I chose them because they have, again, they're widely known. Yeah. But I feel like they're mostly known for the songs Meant to Live. Such a great song. Actually, even more so than that one, Dare You to Move. Yeah. That's the one I meant to say first. It's That's like great the song. song of, I feel like it kind of is almost their anthem yeah. in a way. And I, I get why. It's, it's very much like an uplifting yeah. anthem type of song. And also Only Hope. Which I didn't listen to until like later on. I actually um, haven't heard it. So. Yeah, I was telling Wes earlier that that song is popular because of this movie. I guess it, I think it's from Nicholas Sparks. It's like a I think it's like a romantic kind of sad movie that a lot of people were into called um, A Walk to Remember. Yeah. And I hadn't even seen that movie till like later on. But um, Only Hope was one of their songs in that movie. So it got a lot of fame from it. But Switchfoot has an amazing discography like they have you know yeah they have some like really solid songs like i feel like meant to live is not even one of their most popular songs but it's i feel like it's among, a little more popular it's among the popular ones yeah i was yeah. just gonna say like i feel like among like like rock heads like if you like rock music yeah then and somebody probably says have switch foot yeah then yeah you're like, you're okay gonna... whatever the meant to live band yeah like, they, <laughs> that's probably the first one yeah that they think of but um yeah they have so many and i can probably just go on but i would definitely say to check out their their albums um do you have a favorite switch to album or? um i don't know if i have a favorite album i have some favorite songs yeah. um like hello hurricane is a great album the song hello hurricane is on it it's, it's great um needle and haystack life your love is a song the sound is a little more heavy that yeah. way um always yet bullet soul is again more motivational heavy kind of has more drive. Um, These are songs I there's haven't a few, heard. There's a lot. I mean, even some on their Vice Versus album is is great too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're more. I have favorites spread out um, like throughout their albums, but overall, they're just a great band. And John Foreman, the lead singer, yeah, he's an amazing songwriter, amazing voice. They're definitely worth checking out beyond those main songs that they're known for. So yeah. yeah, that's why that was my second pick. Yeah, Switchfoot is great, and his voice, ah. Oh. It's great. Oh, it's beautiful. There's something about it. Yeah, he has a beautiful voice. Yeah. He really does. 
And yes. again, I, I feel like a switch for hype beast because you know, "Meant to Live" is like the number one yeah, song I heard. I, I feel like their lyrics too are very like they touch on a lot of themes of life, and they're like very they give hope and they're really motivational yeah. and all of that. So, I feel like yeah. they put a lot of thought into their songwriting, so they're really cool. You heard it here first. Listen to Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Friends of the podcast. <laughs> um, my second group that I would pick is uh, this is a good example of what I kept mentioning earlier before. Like, I feel like they're underrated, but in a general sense, like for the time that they came out, like this was a pretty big band. Like they they were doing numbers, they were selling out arenas, they were playing like world tours, but. I just feel like this band doesn't get the credit they deserve for being such a good band. My second pick is Chevelle. Um, Chevelle. Like the car, which I didn't know was a car until I was looking up Chevelle on Google. I mean, I know of a Chevy. I think that's probably (laughs) what it is. (laughs) Chevelle Chevrolet Chevy. (laughs) Chevrolet. Try saying that five times fast. Chevy Chevrolet Shovel. (laughs) Shovel. Chef Boyardee. (laughs) What? What? <laughs> what? Um, Chevelle's amazing. Like Chevelle. Um, what type of music would you say they are? They are when they first came out. Their first album, people threw them in the new metal category. But I just say they're alternative rock, mm-hmm. almost alternative metal, because they get like a little bit heavier. But that alternative metal genre is like a massive, massive genre that like literally if you're heavy but you're weird in any sense or if you're like a little softer than most heavy heavy bands hevel hevel bands <laughs> um you get thrown in there but like that's what i describe them as alternative metal um they're just a three piece only three guys three piece chicken tenders <laughs> when you say <laughs> i'm so sorry every time you say a five piece four piece band i just think of like Come back, come they're, back. They're three chicken tenders in a band. They're a three-piece chicken tender meal. Yep. <laughs> their full name is actually KF Chevelle. <laughs> All right, we're done. We're done. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm it's bringing my fault. It back. It's my I'm fault. bringing it back. Um, they're just three people in the band. Originally, there were three brothers, like three actual blood-related brothers. Joe, um, Pete. And Sam, Pete Lowelfer is the vocalist, Sam Lowelfer is the drummer, and Joe Lowelfer was the bass player. Um, their first album had what's still like one of their biggest songs, and that came out in 99, 2000. It was called The Red. It's a pretty like, and, and this is why Chevelle is underrated. It's a pretty simple song. Mm-hmm. Like none of Chevelle's songs are like crazy complex or like crazy like, oh my God, like I've never seen this done before. These guys are wild. Like, no, it's like, it's just good music. Like, they they know how to write songs. They know how to really make, like, a... When I say a heavy sound, I mean that, like, it, it's almost like a wall of sound with their music. Like, for just three instruments, like, literally one guitar, one bass, and drums, you feel like you're listening to, like, six people playing the same parts together. It's great. That's cool. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of albums. They have about, it might be ten. You have or, a really good memory. Is what I'm like. like this, <laughs> that's what I'm realizing. You telling like naming the people, the amount of people in the band, how many albums. Like you, <laughs> props to you. A lot of this comes from when I was in middle school, high school. This is totally exposing myself live on the podcast. Um, 
I would spend a ridiculous amount of time just like going on Wikipedia and just like looking up band information and like Aww. reading articles about them because yeah. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Wonder What's Next is their first album. This type of thinking could do us in. Amazing album. Like just phenomenal. Uh, my favorite song from that is The Clincher. Um, if anybody who's listening has ever played Madden 2005, the clincher was on that game's soundtrack. Beautiful. I believe their next album was uh, Venacera, which had like a lot of really cool songs on there. But the only reason I'm continuing to talk about Chevelle is because at that point, they actually kicked out their brother Joe and they still somehow decided to keep it in the family because they replaced him with their brother-in-law. What? Like... What? <laughs> I'd feel away if I was the brother. Oh, I'd listen. Be like, Excuse me. <laughs> you should see, yo. If like, y'all want to have some fun, y'all should go online. I feel so bad saying this, and just look up Jolo Welfare, like Post Chevelle. I heard he was working at Starbucks, oh, like at one point, and they asked him what was going on. He's like, "Yo, they hate me." Like, apparently, he just wasn't holding his own weight. There's your modern rock tea of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chevelle is my second pick. Um. To wrap it up, they're, they're just super consistent. Like, they've made good music for almost 20 years now. I think they've been a band. And literally, all their albums only get better and better and better while they still keep, like, that same sound. If you like one of their songs, you love the band. Mm-hmm. Like, Because they have, like, a consistent sound, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Which is amazing. That's cool. Because we don't get that a lot. Like, I think a lot of bands are still experimenting with their sound throughout the years. Yeah. It's cool, like, to have, like, a solid band that they just know who they are and yeah, what they exactly. want to stick to which is cool it's a lot of fun to listen to it's cool that was like a solid choice yeah so my third one i know you're excited about this one yes <laughs> yes it's, she's just a solo artist the r&b artist the jasmine sullivan jasmine <laughs> sullivan <laughs> i love your hype <laughs> where would i be without your hype <laughs> so i chose her because no, you chose Jasmine Sullivan. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. That's a her joke, H E R. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm corny. It's the worst. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're having a good time, that's all that matters. <laughs> okay, okay. I want it to run. You're good. No, you're fine. Um, so I feel like I chose her because I'm going to say, I feel like a lot of people know her song, Bust Your Windows. Yeah. I bust the windows out your car. It's kind of yeah. like tango y. <laughs> tango y. <laughs> just making up words. Yeah. And I was just like thinking how I like to just sing that so off key. <laughs> I just have to know. I know that I was off key. Anyways. <laughs> Don't be coming for us. Listen. So I chose her because so I feel like she's mostly known for that song because when I've mentioned her to people, sometimes people will just be like, oh yeah, that song. She has that song, Bust Your Windows, and it's been in movies and all of that. Yeah. But she is amazing like you know she could sing her butt her like riffs and her runs are insane and she i was telling Wes earlier too like she sings in more of like a lower register compared to like females like you know ariana grande who's more of like a soprano and i feel like sopranos like mariah carey and people can just go really high like singing a really high register are pretty they're, they're highly praised because i feel like a lot of people can't sing that high. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot of people can't hit those 
belts out high notes, but she's in like a lower register and she kills that lower. Like oh, she dominates that that's lower her register. register. That's her. Like, that is yeah, the Jasmine like, register. Her tone, like she has such a rich tone to her voice and like she has like some grit and she, again, the riffs and the runs and the feelings she puts. It's amazing. She like growls. I don't know. I just love, just... she just has an amazing voice and some of my favorite songs, um, well, right now I really love Pick Up Your Feelings. Yeah. So that's from her newest album. How would you pronounce that? Hoax Tales? Hoax? It's actually a Hotels. Hotels. Yeah. I Which say, is like, I, I love that say, she wrote it like that. I was going to say Hotels because like I know a lot of times when you have the X at the end, you don't pronounce it. But mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't seem... <laughs> <laughs> that, that can't be it. So, <laughs> you looked at it like... So I was like, maybe huh? she's just trying to play on word on the... like You know, like the actual word hoax. She's just trying to spell it differently. Yeah. She's being clever. Hotels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's off that album, which came out this year. I know you Great love, album, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know you love the song Girl Like Me featuring yeah. her. Oh, my God. Lost One is on it, which that she released that as a single originally. That one is a very like emotional ballad, very raw. Just has like that one electric guitar throughout. Yeah. She sings, again, she sings... I'm going to use different words. She sings her whatever out. Yeah. <laughs> swear i don't she know why i'm like expletive I, I don't know why she's, i'm trying to like not use certain words yeah. whatever but um yeah pick up your feelings uh insecure silver lining let it burn tragic those are some of my favorite songs and i just think she's amazing and i think she's underrated in the sense that i don't hear about her as much as i feel like i should yeah for how great her like of a vocalist she is yeah i've seen um because i look up tiktok singing challenges sometimes because i that's like my latest weird like obsession. Like, yeah. <laughs> like seeing people do um, TikTok challenges of trying to do like riffs and runs that um, certain vocalists do. And I she came up in one of them. So I'm like, okay, like she's, I've been seeing her around there, but I feel like I should hear from her more. And she's just amazing and worth checking out. So yeah, that's why she's, she's my third pick. I totally agree. Um, I think Jasmine Sullivan's a beast. If you haven't, uh, you mentioned it, but again, my favorite song off of that album is Girl Like Me featuring her. I think the lyrics are wonderful. I think it's interesting. I kind of mentioned why beforehand, but I think I just, you know. Yeah. Um, and some of the riffs and runs in that song. We had to, we had to relive, we heard um, her do one and we like ran it back. Chilling. <laughs> That's what it is with Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I feel like when I hear her riffs and runs, I'm, I have to like hear them again right after. Yeah. Because it just seems like they're mind blowing to me. Like, how did she just do that so casually? Like, yeah. Like, she's, like, I've seen her videos on YouTube. She has a couple that is just, like, um, kind of, like, an intimate set. Like, there's, like, couches, and she's just, like, just casually just dominating, like, the song, like, with her riffs and runs. I'm, like, how? And she's just so, like, okay. Yeah. That was the song. Just (laughs) casual. But, yeah, she's a beast. Um, My third and uh, final pick, I I remember this as I was listening to, and I'll talk about Jasmine Sullivan. Um, is Rhapsody, the rapper Rhapsody. Um, if you're like, who the hell is Rhapsody? Um, Rhapsody is, I, I almost don't even want to say it because I feel like throwing this in there makes people kind of be like, oh, well, whatever. Rhapsody is a female rapper. I'm not sure where she's from, but she's been around for a while. And my introduction to her, which I feel like was a lot of people's introductions to her, was mm-hmm. on the... To Pimp a Butterfly album by Kendrick on the song Complexion. Rhapsody, oh See, my. See, I didn't even catch that she's... <sighs> that she was on that album. 
Rhapsody wrapped her butt off. Rhapsody outwrapped Kendrick. That's a bold statement. <laughs> and I'm gonna stand by it. Yo, you should. Well, imagine you should who's gonna tell me I'm wrong. Right? <laughs> I know it's like this is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you say what you want. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, Rhapsody is like a crazy lyricist, and you know, in in the beginning when I first heard her on uh, on Complexion, I was like, man, this is cool, like this is whatever, you know. But Kendrick did his thing in the beginning. But then it's like, if you have the chance, like for real, for real, sit down, pull up complexion, pull up the lyrics and look at them. And you're like, my Lord, this woman has wrapped her posterior off completely. Oh my, not posterior. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to not butcher the lyrics trying to remember them. But I know uh, she starts her verse with, let me talk my stew, Scott. Excuse me on my Tupac. Keep your head up when the juice stop. Love and die, color your skin, color of your eyes. Listen, just that beginning, let me talk my Stu Scott. Stu Scott was an announcer on ESPN where they talked about sports, aka games. So she's saying, let me talk my game. Mm. Like, oh, yo, I got chill. (laughs) Come on, Rhapsody. (laughs) Come on, Rhapsody. Let's get it. She said, "Uh, let me talk my Stu Scott. Excuse me on my Tupac. Keep your head up when the juice stops. I don't believe it's actually keep your head up when the juice stop. I know the keep your head up part is a different lyric, but keep your head up is a Tupac song and Tupac was in the movie juice. And so it's like back to back. There's a beautiful line where it's like um, all my solemn men up north, 12 years of slave, 12 years of age, thinking my shade too dark. I love myself on a long and neat Q-pod. You're forcing my dark side like a young George Lucas. Light don't make you smart. Being dark don't make you stupid. Oh, my oh. God. Rhapsody. Oh, my. <laughs> you're forcing my dark side like Star Wars, the Sith, the dark side like a young George Lucas. Dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Rhapsody's also been on songs with J. Cole. She out-rapped J. Cole. I just. Making a lot You're like, what? <laughs> you're like, whoa, what? And I stand by that. What did you say earlier, Chanel? Who's going to stop me? This is exactly. my podcast. Who's going to stop me? My- <laughs> I don't mean to get controversial. Um, but no, Rhapsody, like, I would genuinely put Rhapsody, like, top 10 rappers of this generation. Like, easily. And I feel like she is underrated because I haven't really heard of her. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. And, like, you're really convincing me to go check out I'm his telling Spotify you. profile. And- I'm telling you. She came out with another album, too, which is uh, really good. But I think, I think... I might be wrong on this. I need to check this, but I'm not sure if her last project that she came out with was back in like 2017, 2018. And that one had a lot of really good songs, with a lot of really good features on that. So definitely be sure to check that out. But Rhapsody is my uh, third underrated pick. I think she's amazing. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say that uh, we, I don't know if we want to take this moment to mention a couple honorable mentions. I'd kind of brought one up before that I know that you really agreed with. So I don't know if you want to. Yeah. Was that last one your honorable mention? No, that was like my oh, last okay. official I thought, one. I thought yeah. that was your honorable mention. Yeah. I, listen, this one is definitely a shared honorable mention, though. Okay. Because this woman is a queen. And her name is? Yeba! 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 <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeba. I remember when I heard of her name, I was like, yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah. Her name. But um, I was reading an article about her new song, Distant Sky. 
And I guess it's um just it's just Abby backwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeba Smith is her full thing, Yeba right? Smith. Yeah. I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. Oh my I god. I think she, she. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be bold. Okay. She is one of the best vocalists okay. of our time. Oof. Dare I say? If her another one riffs and runs. Untouched. She can run for days. Like, Untouched. Specifically. Her performance of the song "My Mind." Woo! You got. You should watch it. Like I think, because now it's on Spotify. Because it was, I think it was so like popular demand. Wait, no way. Are you for real? Yeah, dude. Look, my mind. I didn't even. You should see my face right now. I didn't you can, know like, that. Just, you can just be in your feelings and listening to that song on Spotify now. But it used to only be a YouTube. I think it was a so far sound. Yeah, so far sounds. And. Her, but like you have to see, I would recommend to watch the performance first. Yeah, watch absolutely. her performing it live on the, the So Far Sounds performance. Because the, the raw emotions, her expressions, her eyes, the way that she's just like, yeah, like you can see the desperation in her face. Like it's just, it's, I get chills every time I see that. Yeah. I've shown it to people and they get chills too. It's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's like one of the best videos to show somebody. If you're like, yo, do you want to see a good singer? And they're going to be like, good. I don't know. You were showing she me the greatest singer ever. Sing. She can sing. She can sing. Like her tone. Another again, like grit, raw, oh. just like raw tone. Oh. Super soulful. And especially and, um, in that video mm-hmm. of my mind, yeah. Like her interaction with the crowd while she's singing when she, I, I almost feel like I'm spoiling something if I talk about it. Like you right? really do it need to watch precious. that video. Like I almost like don't want to like talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> too late. Yeah. Listen, there's a way because like some of those lyrics are like super like emotional and they're like, heavy. Raw. They're heavier yeah, it's lyrics. Heavy. It's like, don't don't listen to that. I don't know. Maybe you should listen to go, it if you're going through it. Go get in your bag. <laughs> go get in your bag. Pull us some ice cream. A nice uh dark room. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you should listen to it too with like maybe headphones or something. Like yeah, you got it's like you have to get into a zone when you listen to that. I'm literally like thinking about it right now. I swear the hairs are on. I listen to and up. like again TikTok challenge. That that was one of the first ones I saw. Like the Yeba riff, mm-hmm. and people, it's hard. Yeah, like people, it's people do the challenge because it's like it really is a challenge to like get her riffs, and she just does them so effortlessly. Yeah, she can r- run up and down. And um, but she has other songs like um, I feel like that's probably my favorite one. Have you heard Evergreen? She, Evergreen, I was gonna say that's one I of my like songs. Evergreen. That's a sweet song. Yeah. And distance, her her distance. riffs and runs on that one is there's a moment that it's like again it's super popular and like online, but I feel like in those songs her tone is almost more soft. I feel like my mind is unique in yeah. that her tone has the most. It's the grittiest I've heard her sing. Like yeah. The most like raw I've heard her sound. A hundred percent, yeah. Especially in that performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was amazing. She's oh. She's. I think she's underrated because she. She's. Wow. Facts. Again, if you haven't heard of Yeba, I think you're only proving the point that she's underrated because she really like. I stand by that statement. She really is like one of the greatest singers of all time, like. I mean, I said of our time. But well, yeah. I say all <laughs> of, time. You said of all time? I even say bolder all time. statement. I say all time. And uh, she also, this is just like a side note. She has a really good song with Lucky Day mm-hmm. called How Much Can a Heart Take. That is amazing. 
And she's, I read an article about one of her newer songs and it was a tease of, she's, I think she's putting out an album this year, actually, Ooh. like a full length album. I think it might be her first. Yeah. I think she just has, yeah, she just has sing- singles, I think. So yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited that's to exciting. hear it. That's dope as all hell. Um, I just thought of, listen, honestly, I wanted to throw in this random one because it's, it's along the same, there's an honorable mention mm-hmm. along the same lines as Chevelle. Uh, it's a band called Breaking Benjamin. I love Breaking Benjamin so much. They're almost like a guilty pleasure band for me because it's the same case as Chevelle. The songs aren't like crazy complex or crazy wild. But if you like one Breaking Benjamin song, you love their entire discography. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Benjamin Burley, who's the vocalist, he's like the primary songwriter. And you can hear that in a lot of the albums. Like you could tell that he sat down and he said, I'm just going to write a song. You're like, this, this kind of sounds like some of their oldest stuff but yeah. like either way i just i love breaking benjamin so much if you haven't heard them give them a listen they're like alternative metal like hard rock basically they're like radio rock mm-hmm. it's great it's a fun time that's my last Go honorable mention them. breaking benjamin yeah i just wanted to throw them in there but yeah i think we're at the end of our fourth episode yeah i think we made it to the end guys uh well once again We'd like to thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys had a great time uh, listening to us talk about some underrated bands. If you guys have any bands or artists that you think are underrated, please feel free to leave a comment on whatever platform you're watching in. Uh, If you're listening on YouTube, where we upload the audio versions as like videos, you can Mm -hmm. just leave a comment, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a five-star rating. (laughs) Please and thank you. And And a review. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, go ahead and leave us a follow. And I believe, can they like the episode too? Spotify I think they can download. Spotify is a little different. I think you can download episodes and save them and follow the uh, the show. Yeah, so be sure to follow the show. And also, this is a super quick tidbit. Um, this is like a behind the scenes thing almost. We do check like the analytics of the episodes. And we have a couple like international listeners this actually, I checked it today. Like three percent of our listeners are from Brazil. So Ow. shout out to our Brazilian like, listeners. <laughs> hey. Wait, I'm I'm like, and I don't want to like downplay it, but I'm yeah. wondering, I'm like, are these like bots? Like, I hope what, is not. this real? Listen, shout out to our Brazilian robots. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian robots. But once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh I've been Wes. I've been Chanel. And this is the Tune Out Podcast. Yay! Yeah.